Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Story here from CNN. A woman who threw a bowl of hot food in the face of a Chipotle worker has been sentenced to a month in jail and two months working a fast food job. I love this. Videos of the woman, Rosemary Hain, berating Chipotle worker Emily Russell on September 5th and then throwing the food in her face at close range went viral. Rosemary Hain, a 39-year-old mother of four, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor assault charge and received the sentence last week in Parma, Ohio. Judge Timothy Gilligan gave her the choice of a 90-day jail sentence or a 30-day sentence on top of 60 days working a fast food job. Said Judge Gilligan at the hearing, speaking to Rosemary Hain, do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people? Or do you just want to do jail time? Said oh. Hain, said Hain, I'd like to walk in her shoes. Hain has yet to find her fast food job. Gilligan and her attorney told CNN, but her attorney, Joseph O'Malley, said that his client had no criminal record before the incident and that she is truly sorry for what she did. Yeah, whatever. Judge Gilligan said that Hain will have to have her job approved by the court, it has to be fast food, and she will have to work there 20 hours per week. Temper, temper. Now, I, I love think, this. I love this. I think they should take it one step further because there are some cush jobs inside a fast food restaurant. I, I worked at Panera for a couple of years. I worked all of the different jobs. Well, Panera's kind of casual dining, but I see your point. She should be forced to work dish pit for the entire duration of her 20 hours a week for two months. <laughs> Just so she would have to interact with anyone but dirty dishes. No, I I don't want her working in the in the dish area. I, I want her actually having to deal with people. Because, I guess that is the whole point of the punishment. Because, but have you worked in a dish pit? Uh, I've worked fast food it's nasty. several times. I, I, my first job was at a Burger King in a nondescript country on another continent. Um, I worked at Sonic. Alemania. I worked, I, I worked at Sonic in Leavenworth. I worked at uh, Papa John's in, not, not Papa John's, uh, Little Caesars in Leavenworth. I I've, worked at Pizza Hut for 10 years. You worked at Pizza Hut for 10 years? I started on the day I turned 16, and I left the day after I turned 26, because I knew I would get a 10-year award or whatever, 10-year. Would you get Pizza? Pizza. I don't remember what it was. It was worth it. It was worth staying that extra six months. So I worked there all through college. 
I do love me some Pizza Hut. Why did you still work there after college? Uh, because I worked at a TV station in Des Moines. <laughs> Enough <laughs> said. <laughs> I think I made as much, if not more, in tips working at Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I think I back think when Pizza Huts had lobbies where people could sit and eat oh, the pizza we were it was the altoona pizza hut and it was right across the street from adventureland so it was next to a theme park so we were never not busy so it was just chaos all the time but uh yeah my very first job at a tv station in des moines paid well i don't want to tell you what it paid but i was there for seven years and guess how much i made when i left well, t- tell, i'll tell you what i made in my first job in radio well no after seven years I was making $21,000 a year. So when I came down, when I went to Orlando and then I came here, I was like, oh, it's like manna from heaven. They're just raining money down upon me. Raining. Now I look back. The cost of living was higher too. Well, dude, I remember in 1994, I got, uh, I was graduating from KU, Mm -hmm. got my, and literally the day of graduation, I get a job offer from KOFO down in Ottawa. Okay. And I, I, I had no job prospects. I, there was, I had nothing lined up. Uh, I was working as an assistant manager in an apartment complex in Lawrence. That I was going to just keep doing that until I found a job in media. I get this job offer literally as I'm walking out the door to go to graduation. And That's a good sign. The, the owner of KOFO, and I think he's still the owner, a guy named Brad Howard, uh, he and I were on the phone, and – he I, he, I said, when do you need me to start? He said, five o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay. And I, I was dating, not married yet, to Shonda. And she was she was at the apartment. And and I'm like, okay. And, um, can, and I was so nervous. And I remember saying, I said, can I ask, what does it pay? And he goes, yeah, it pays $15,000 a year. And I said, you got it. I'll I'm be, in. I'll be there. And I remember hanging up the phone, and I looked at Shonda, and I go, we're rich. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were. I thought I, I had never seen $15,000 in my life. And I looked at her, and I said, we are rich. We're in the money. We're in the... Hey, question. So do you did you have your, quote, unquote, radio voice back then? Yes. You've always had this voice. Oh, no. I, I thought you were asking, like, did I try to soup it up or something? Oh, no. But Wh- you tried I, to soup it up? Yes, I hey, did. Hey, kids and gappers, listen yes. on the radio. Yes. KOFO. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Scott Parks on 1220 Country KOFO. Because one time, I don't yeah, I did that. I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody found um, a demo tape from Jonathan Weir's very first time on the radio. I can- and he sounded like a Smurf. Like he sounded like he was like, hello, I'm not aware. And Jonathan actually got up out of the chair, walked out of the room I believe it. and refused to come back it's in. It's embarrassing. Until. Who? It's so embarrassing. I mean, n- nobody can sound as amazing as I did on my first day. So actually, you've always had a little bit of gravitas in your voice because it's thanks because it's. No, I sounded horrible. My first ever live newscast. But that was because I was so nervous that I wasn't inhaling. So I was just so you ran out of force, air. Yeah, forcing more air. Out. Yeah, <laughs> KMBZ. I'll say, I, I have a, an old sound check from the old, like twenty something years ago. Oh, this in, I in my phone. I'll, I'll see. Hear. I'll see if I can find it. 
I'll see if I can find it. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Sam Stevie the third. He is Michael Mackey from Michael Mackey. Filling in today for Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.